Welcome in to the NASCAR Betting Preview Show Podcast, Episode 7. I'm your host, Derek Yoder. And on this episode, we're going to preview the Pala Casino 400 from Auto Club Speedway in its final race in the two-mile configuration. It will be back in a few years for a half-mile to a three-quarter-mile track, but that's for down the road. This week, we're going to make some money on Sunday, and I want to get you prepared before the green flag drops on Fox this afternoon. We're going to touch on a few things. I want to go over some track facts and some of the Goodyear notes. Then I want to look at the starting lineup, specifically the top 10 and some notable drivers. Since uh, qualifying was rained out, if you hadn't heard already, with snow and rain in the forecast the last few days, those sessions got washed away figuratively, and now we're going to be focusing on how to bet those and how what to look for. I want to kind of touch on some betting notes, and then I'm going to leave you with three plays that I think you should be adding to your card one way or another as we head into race day. So let's touch on the stages. First, we have a 65-lap stage in stage number one, then a 65-lap again for stage two, and then that final stage will be a 70-lap shootout to the finish. Teams will get 12 sets of tires. Fuel run. Now, you'll see this happen a lot, especially if it's a long green flag run. Last year, we had a lot of tire failure, so we weren't able to see a lot of racing action leading up to some of those green flag stops. But we'll be seeing uh, a 47 to lap 53, somewhere in there. Uh, there may be a competition caution at the recording of this podcast. There was not one announced. Usually that falls around the lap 25 to 30 mark. So look for that heading into Sunday. Definitely check out like Bob Pockress or Jeff Gluck and see if anything like that got announced because that will play into the stage, especially if Barstool releases any of their first uh, stage head-to-head bets. So there'll be some opportunities there. Definitely message me if those do get released and we can kind of break down those uh, as they happen. So want to go over a few last things before we get into the starting lineups. Again, with rain uh, canceling those sessions, that's going to change everything and how it looks. Ford it was the uh, the last winner in the Ford manufacturer was Brad Keselowski in 2015. So Ford has had a winless streak at this track for quite some time, but that could change on Sunday. There are some names that I think could uh, be a factor, especially from the Ford camp. And then Kyle Larson, he's the last repeat winner of the last seven races. We know he won last year, but it was going uh, a different route until he won. So we've seen a lot of different drivers uh, enter the fold there. And like I mentioned with Brad Kay uh, a while back in 2015, it's kind of anybody's race out there. So I think we're going to see a good one on Sunday. I want to touch on those top tens, especially the starting lineup. And I'll kind of cover uh, the first top 10 and then I'll go through some notable names. So Christopher Bell has the poll and these were done by metrics via NASCAR. I'm not going to break it down. Uh, that's above my pay grade and a little too smart for me. So Christopher Bell will sit on the poll. Then Daytona 500 winner Ricky Stenhouse will start on the outside poll. Then it'll follow by Joey Logano and Alex Bowman in third and fourth, fifth and sixth will be Chris Buescher and AJ Allmendinger. And we'll get to him a little bit more later. Seventh and eighth, Trackhouse teammates Daniel Suarez and Ross Chastain and ninth and 10th will round out the top 10 by Ryan Blaney and Kevin Harvick. And we'll get to Kevin in a little bit. Some notable names. I said last year's winner, Kyle Larson, he'll start 15th. Kyle Busch, many people's pick to win today, will start 21st. And then look at these names down the list. 28th is Austin Dillon. And then you have Chase Elliott, who's 33rd. William Byron, 32nd. Eric Jones, a dark horse by many uh, this week, 
34th is his starting position, and then 35th for Tyler Reddick. And Tyler Reddick was a guy that ran very well here last year, but that was with a different team. So no practice, no qualifying. How will a guy like Tyler Reddick and Kyle Busch fare since they are going to new teams? Everything's new over there. Still haven't get those cadences down and some of the terminology and how those cars feel. So that would be really interesting to see how those guys kind of start working their way up to the front, especially if we get competition caution so make sure you're paying attention to those guys let's talk about some few notes and again i'm trying to keep this to 20 25 minutes i'm going to do this each week just to give you some final thoughts some final nuggets if you will heading into the race because i want to make sure that you all are equipped with the best possible information that i can provide so i want to make sure that you guys are ready to go so a couple things again we touched on no practice no qualifying and i think experience will prevail especially early on so if you're looking to build your card i suggest doing it this way Logano right now is opening about 10 to 1 to 12 to 1 again he starts third why do I think Logano is going to do well well here's why so he starts third obviously good starting position he is coming off a championship in 2022 and in this car there was nobody better right you are the champion uh, of the series he won at Las Vegas some are comping that track to Auto Club he won Las Vegas in the playoffs but I really think the difference maker with this team and why I like somebody like Joey Logano, who showed that he was uh, good here last year, but it's his crew chief, Paul Wolf. And I think Paul Wolf is the best crew chief in the Cup Series when it comes to strategy. And when you take a high tire wear configuration, you put strategy in play. I really like that combo. So give me the best number available, which I can find is 12 to 1. So make sure you're shopping around if you're going to add Logano. Martin Truex is the next name I want to add. He's going off at 12 to 1 to 14 to 1. And he's a guy that I think, again, would be a compliment to your card before some of these other names that are deep in the field. If you want to go those routes, want to add those later, you can. But Martin Truex is a guy that I think will work his way up. He starts 14th. But I think the difference maker for him is actually Kyle Busch's old team, uh, his crew, his his pit crew specifically uh, from 2022. So Kyle Busch had the best pit crew from top to bottom, the most consistent, quickest team, Martin Truex. Got that team for this year, and I think that plays a factor, especially, again, having a track that if we see long green flag runs, we're going to see a lot of pit stops, a lot of strategy, and I really like how that team is starting to gel. So I think that plays into their hands as well. We touched on Elliott Larson, Byron, and Reddick, and why I think those guys have an interesting play and where you can capitalize is as they are starting in the field, one or two of them are definitely going to struggle. They're not going to rocket through the field like you may think, there's going to be opportunity to bet them. They're going to come down, adjust their cars, kind of get it ready to go for that second and third stage because, again, we didn't have practice. We didn't have qualifying. So these guys are coming out. I think Elliott has an experienced team, and Gustafson's going to get that car tuned in. It's Tyler Reddick for me that I just do not know. We can look at what the 45 car did, and we can look at what he did in the 8 car last year. However, that was with a different make. That was with a different team, and I feel like, to me, there's just a lot of unknowns with him. So he's a guy I'm going to keep my eye on. When we look at, like, a William Byron, who was fastest here last year, those HMS guys, they were really dialed in. But it was also because TRD had a lot of overheating issues. So you took them out of the mix. You added some extra players, and I think that kind of jumbled up the whole thing last year. It's going to be a little different, in my opinion, this year. So definitely some things to keep note. Some of the other betting thoughts is I'm kind of looking over some of the odds boards right now, and again, 
make sure you have various offerings and various books that you can uh, access because as the books start to tighten up with some of these prices and I'm starting to say, hey, maybe go look at this or that, there's definitely value on the board still, but you have to shop around and find the best number for you and what you can get. From an odds perspective right now, Kyle Larson's going off at 6-1, to one, then Kyle Busch at 9-1. to one. And again, those guys are starting a little bit deeper in the field. Kyle Busch, I do think, is going to be a player, even in a new car. He just has the ability to get it done wherever he is. But I think it's going to take him a little bit. So I think you'll be able to grab a better number than 9-1 to one at some point if you want to wait. If not, I would say grab that. We talked about Joey Logano, who's right there in that same range. But for me... I'd rather kind of wait to see Kyle. I'd rather jump on him at seven to one if I see that he's progressing well and listening and maybe, hey, maybe he's uh, liking the car, likes this, just needs one or two adjustments and he'll be a rocket. So that's something to keep an eye on with him. But there are some other names to kind of keep an eye on uh, that I haven't heard a lot about, but they have good success here at Auto Club. Alex Bowman's one. And Alex Bowman tends to win on these types of races where it's a little cooler. On Sunday, it's going to be very cool. But Bowman likes Auto Club. He just races well there. So maybe keep an eye on him. He won the first race at Las Vegas uh, last year. Again, some people are comping that track to this uh, with some of the uh, characteristics. So uh, maybe Alex Bowman is a deeper name. I mentioned Christopher Bell's on the poll. He's right now at 12 to 1 at most books, uh, kind of firing off at that number. Other than that, I don't see any value from an outright perspective right now. When we look at some of the head-to-heads, again, Barstool may offer a stage one head-to-head bets. That's something that I will definitely be diving into on my Twitter account, at Derek Yoder underscore, just to kind of give you any tips and tricks that I feel like, hey, this is something where we can have an edge in, but they haven't released those yet as far as when I'm recording these podcasts. So uh, some final thoughts. Again, wanted to make this short and sweet. Uh, AJ Allmendinger is a guy I want to start with first, and he's in a head-to-head right now against Ricky Stenhouse. We know Ricky just won the Daytona 500. Again, congratulations to those guys. But before that win in Daytona, Ricky Stenhouse hadn't scored a top 10 since May at Charlotte in the Coca-Cola 600. And I got to give a credit out to uh, Ryan at iFantasy Race who mentioned that statistic on the Laying Coin podcast with Skybox NASCAR and Rory Picks. Great episode, by the way. If you have some time before the race starts, definitely encourage you to go look at that podcast on Spotify. And he gave that out, and I was like, okay, that really confirmed to me with uh, A.J. Allmendinger. And A.J., for me, I believe he's a guy... Got it done at a homestead in a part-time operation. He finished top three. I was impressed by him. He has been scoring some really good top tens. And now that he's full-time in the Cup Series, I think this weekend with these guys starting near each other uh, towards the front, still give me an edge to uh, Almondigger. And he's actually the underdog right now at minus 112 to Ricky Stenhouse's minus 117. So make sure you're shopping around, finding the best price for that where available. The other name I want to call out is Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick in his last three races has a fourth, seventh, and ninth place finish. He's a guy right now at about minus 106. You can find him around that number. That's the best number I found on him. And Kevin Harvick is a guy that I really love for a top 10 heading into Sunday. Again, No practice, no qualifying. Why do I like him? Well, Rodney Childers and that team, the four car, when it comes to pit stops, they were so consistent last year. And I think that's going to be a strength of theirs going through the season. Rodney Childers, arguably not too many better than him. And I think just that combination with him and Kevin having a really uh, a liking to this track, uh, especially at Auto Club in its final season. He is a California native. So there's all your uh, storylines for him. 
I anything else? Uh, I was just looking at here. Uh, again, we haven't seen a Ford win since 2015. There are some good, you know, maybe you want to go with like a top Ford or top Toyota, top Chevrolet. Any other plays that maybe I didn't talk about or you'd like some information on, definitely reach out. Again, at Derek Yoder underscore on Twitter. Happy to help any way I can. We have from now until about 345 Eastern on Fox is when the race kicks off. So I uh, want to make sure that you're getting your information and getting your bets in early and anything I can do to help, I will. So I hope that this helps. I'm going to do this every week prior to the race. You'll have this in your inbox uh, when you wake up. So you know, hopefully each week these are little tidbits for you and uh, we can all win together. So thanks for tuning in to the NASCAR betting preview show podcast. Again, I'm Derek Yoder can be found at Derek Yoder underscore on Twitter. Make sure you follow all the guys that are support of the show. You have Skybox NASCAR laying coin podcast. He is the host of that Rory picks. He's the co-host of the laying coin and then Phil with full tank with Phil. He has the full tank with Phil podcast, which came out. So make sure you're supporting those guys as well. So thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Best of luck to you all at the pallet casino 400. And hopefully we all have some winning bets in the end. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll catch you next time for episode eight. You